Oh, so I guess the war, you know, the song says, the heat is on, the heat is on, the heat is on, knocking on my door. I said, the heat is on, you know, the heat is on this morning because this is like the third time I've had to restart and I just never had to restart my podcast. I was always allowed to go to the 29 minutes, but the minute I start talking about things that people don't like, perhaps they can shut you out. Perhaps they feel like they always had that control to limit your ability to communicate effectively with the people. And you don't have to be talking to just black people. No, you could just be talking to the people, but control is where they've always been. So let's understand what we all witness when we saw the murder of George Floyd. And we have to discuss in America, was that murder or was it Memorex? I really don't know. In 2021, as we continue to see black people who are persecuted and hanged and publicly murdered, and then to understand the inability of the ineffectiveness ineffectiveness to choose to be who you are but you know they can recreate themselves anytime and choose to be who they want to be but when you choose apparently you might be ruffling some feathers out there so wake up in 2021 let's hope that when you know better you do better in 2021 as I this is the third time I've started my podcast this morning talking about the harvest Who may be the harvest? What does the harvest look like? And the inability to effectively analyze the services that are being provided to you by the mandated compulsory system that we all live under as we all are taxpayers. Did you not know April 15th hit for us too? (laughs) Even if you don't, and I'm going to tell you, boo, If you didn't get your stimulus check, it's because you don't normally file taxes. So there's a little application inside the IRS that I don't have to file taxes, but please acknowledge me for the stimulus check. (laughs) Because if you don't file, you don't get. And that is no lie. Because they have to recognize who you are. And then they have to have a place to send the money. Well, they don't know you, boo. They don't know you from Adam's apple because you ain't never participated. So stand up. You know, there's a song, so it's a hollers. And they, you know. And then there's another one that says, these boys out there, they say, we're just out here trying to function. Because we are just out here trying to function. You know what I'm saying? But when in America, you would be expected to pay the same level of taxes for the gift that God gave you. And these are gifts that God has given. Let's understand that Diana Ross is very talented. She did not get there by her unique intelligence meaning that it was a gift. And the same thing with Smokey Robinson, Michael Jackson. I mean, you understand that there are gifts that come from the universe that are un... You can't even imagine how to measure the benefit of the gift because it's unmeasurable. And the dollars that are coming in behind those gifts are real. Because people like to have a way to escape their reality. And the reality is that someone is on the necks of the black people. And they don't want to get off. You know, somebody's knocking at the door. Well, somebody's ringing the bell. And somebody's knocking at the door. Well, somebody's ringing the bell. So do me a favor. Open the door and let them in. 
And that just can't happen, right? No, because you might lose control. You about to lose your job. Hey, we heard it. You about to lose your job. When Donald Trump lost his job, he lost that job forever. So we are still stuck, right? With the inability to critique the local control and the ordinances that are provided and under which we all live. But in your house, when you buy products, you expect them to work as if they were yours. But when someone else is controlling, then I'm sorry, the conversation must be to the control or the control provider or whoever is in the operational seat that is sitting on my neck who feels that they can shut the podcast off whenever they feel like it. And as it goes down, I will come back up. It's like, you know, it's not like George Floyd's situation. So I'll say hello, good evening, and welcome to my podcast. Darlene Anderson, coming to you from Henderson, Las Vegas, Nevada. And the conversation is and would be and only is going to be and always, I guess I'm stuck talking about the empowerment of individuals or parents once you have children. Because I think that that's when the commitment comes in to figure out what you have to do to understand how you can be successful. You know, making a little mini-me. And I think that we all do that. I mean, I know women do. But I don't know about so much about black men, as I didn't have success, really, with black men. Zero. But I have had success with myself and my family. You know, but we got to work it out. We've got to work it out. And here I am, 60 years later. And I can say that, you know, I went out today with my friend, Joy, and we had a great time. And I'm just going to tell you, time doesn't change the relationship from when you began. You know, like if you had a relationship with someone and it was 20 years ago, you know, and you drifted apart, basically, I think, you you know, when you see that person, you still see that person from 20 years ago. It really just doesn't make a difference. We went through things. She raised her kids. Her children are grown. My children are grown. My children are adults. And, but they're still my children. And now I have a grandchild and getting ready for another grandchild on the way. And I'm going to tell you, the most important thing is that my son understands his responsibility. And I just truly understand that because he understood what mine was. So here we are in 2021. And here I am, landed in Vegas. After all my years of public engagement and public Involvement. I find myself on the outside looking in as almost if I'm not an American citizen. <laughs> but guess what? My mama paid taxes and I paid taxes and I've sacrificed in America. And quite frankly, I'm still an American citizen and have a right to be heard. And I understand the power in the voice. Comprehension, my friend, is what we're talking about. And I understand what I read. So I've had lots of opportunities to participate at the local level, 
you know, all the way up the chain, all the way to, you know, the Capitol in Sacramento. I've testified before, you know, those senators before, and it's so irrelevant because I've had conversations with people from the United States, <clears throat> excuse me, Department of Education, and the State Department of Education in Sacramento also. And so, you know, I know what I'm talking about. So when I hear people telling or attempting to manipulate the rules, well, I see it for what it is. And it's so unfortunate that here in Nevada, they've manipulated the rules for as long as they could. And under SB 543, they were supposed to make all these grand changes. And they were actually told what they had to do. And you know, this teacher shortage and this teacher shortage and this teacher shortage. And it really is people who choose not to work with certain type of people. And that's just what it is. But they want the money, so they get the money. And they've gotten the money for all these years. And they're sitting fat and they've got retirement and they've got all these benefits. But these people were paid 100% out of federal dollars which only came to the state to support the people who are in poverty. But for those people who live in poverty, well, I'm still searching for the services. Mm, how interesting. Where do you find those services? I mean, you know, I know what I'm looking at and therefore, you know, I know how to articulate my concerns about what I don't see. And I don't see any any evidence of the support and any documentation of any support that's being given to the neediest children or the underachieving children. And for all those schools you got in PI status well, <laughs> that were should have closed like four or five years ago, because they're federal program schools, but you've just been letting them get by because, you know, hey, they just been getting by. And getting by is what they do because they really weren't concerned about your children. Now, why should they care? They're, they're not their children. And see, I think that we're awakening and understanding that people who have mental illness really shouldn't have access to weapons. And people who have anger issues, need, well, you know, a brother gotta work it out or a sister gotta work it out. But somebody needs to work it out. And as for the neglect that happens around people who don't understand the weapon and the danger, well, you know, I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of things that just are the responsibility of the local elected officials. Like, you know, if they have people who rent out houses, well, you know, the city has to oversee the rentals or the county has to oversee the process of rentals. And so if they don't have the proper insurance or whatever, you know, all those things, like so many things I've seen here, lightning, where buildings have burned down and the city doesn't want to take any responsibility. <laughs> and the owners, well, what can I say? <laughs> it's a struggle because it's a struggle. It's just a struggle when you talk about anything that needs some oversight and some management. Well, how surprising. I mean, if you didn't listen to the podcast from, what was it? The Department of Education. They did a webcast the other day. 
in which they said they needed to have that data, you know, for those children, you know, for the children who are generating the money from the federal dollars, you know, those Title I kids, you know, foster youth, you know, neglected and delinquent, you know, the children that are failing, you know, free and reduced lunch children, gotta have that data. <laughs> and they don't have the data. And he said, well, he was just trying to encourage them in a nice way, because I didn't know it was a brother that was second in command. So we got an Asian, then we got a brother. And for some reason, they just been a little bit too nice to people who don't want to change. But I can tell you, folks don't have to change. But what I can tell you, one thing, you don't have to accept that, you know, you don't have to accept that. I need to respond. I'm hoping I don't get kicked off. Okay. Took a pause for the cause. Thank you for not ending my recording. I didn't know if I could respond to that text in a minute. But I'm going to tell you. The most important thing in the world. Everybody has to know who they are and what they'll stand for and what they won't stand for. But if you have children, failure should never be the option. And I can just tell you that. Because, see, I don't know how, how you deal with the situation, but I know that I had to help a young man who had 25 credits in the 12th grade. And... He only had 25 credits, and he was afraid that something was going to happen, and I guarantee you something did happen. And he said, F you to the principal, and he was in jail under a terrorist threat. And I said, wow. I said, wow. And I said, what can we do? And so I filed for a fair hearing at the Office of Administrative Hearings. And you know they got the notice, because the judge sent me a court date. But then somebody in Sac City sent some erroneous bullshit that had to do with uh, some kind of sales agent and stuff, whatever. Then the judge got it off the calendar, and I'm just wondering. But guess what? Let me tell you something else that happened. He was released, and he didn't have to go before the judge. And his case was basically thrown out. And he tried to go back, and I told him, that's not something you can do. Because see, at this moment and at this time, right before COVID hit, the kids who got pushed out and kicked out, they had no hope. They were out there in the foster youth program because they were removed. And I'm thinking, this is so criminal to myself, right? A judge removes you and you get into the foster care program and then you age out. <laughs> and then I'm sorry, you didn't get nothing. What did I say? You didn't get nothing, but they got paid. And they got paid from birth until you graduated out of high school and you didn't graduate. So what does that mean to you? Well, I tell you, the one person who fixed that for you was Barack Obama. And he fixed it to the point to where if you didn't graduate at grade level and you were a foster youth, well, they have to put you back to the foster youth program. Did you know that? You can't age out right now. Not during COVID. And they're supposed to be providing all you these services, you know, like housing and all this good stuff, you know, like food stamps and like a transition, transition, 
you know, something to look forward to you. And you have a right to have that from the local school district or from the state of Nevada. But I bet you didn't tell you that. Nope. They didn't tell you nothing. Because I see that a lot of black people just don't know enough. And how in the hell do you only have 330 African-American children in Head Start, early Head Start, when they had 2,800, or almost 3,000, and now you can't even find the data of how many white people are taking advantage. But then I talked to a black professional woman initially when I got here, and she told me that was for them white folks. And I'm saying, oh, excuse me. Well, I never considered that because I was a Head Start parent, and I'm not exactly white. And I was a PAC parent, and I participated on the policy council in said Head Start. And I participated at the district level as the chair of the district advisory committee. So, you know, I got to look at the books, and I got to understand the funding, and I got to understand allocating resources. Well, boo, when you only got temporary folks working with you, <laughs> ain't nobody getting paid no full-time salary. So that's how they had all that carryover money. And you should have heard them trying to talk about how they had all that carryover money. Oh, wow. You had it because you invested? <laughs> no. You had it because you pushed some children out of school into the Harvard program. And those folks actually believe that that little $8,000 or whatever that allocation is, is like a scholarship. And you're taking it to the harbor. But if you're taking it to the harbor, honey, well you just taking it to the plantation. I really don't know what kind of benefits you get, but some people said it was good, so I don't know, maybe they pay some community partners to help support socially, emotionally, you know, the development for young people. And I did hear a, a, a Hispanic parent get on and talk about how her children were getting older and being disrespectful, and she was happy to have a place where her children could go and socialize. And that's all wonderful, but what about the core curriculum boom and apparently you don't get to deal with that but I don't know why because you know they say you could have a 504 or an IEP well I would just like to know what are the basic requirements for an individual educational plan and how do they assess the development of those children when they give them when they put them in a harbor because I asked them about the data and they told me that that's between them and their community partners. I mean, you know, I kind of felt kind of put out right then, but I'm, they didn't understand what I was talking about. Actually, I was talking about the federal dollars that come back to Clark County. That means they have to share the information of what they're doing publicly. And, you know, I didn't have any idea that they direct file at the age of 11. So if your child gets in trouble at the age of 11, well, there's a helicopter, not a problem to direct file to the, you know, to remove you from your home, actually, because you're seen as, you know, whatever, that you don't mind your parent, non-compliant or whatever, but then they can put you in house with 14 other young people and then they can ship you out of state if they run out of bed. But if they, you know, I didn't understand how many said, but when he said how many people went through the program, he said something like 15,000. And I said, wow, 
15,000 times the ADA. What is that? You know, what is that? But if they're Title I kids, I mean, but if they're special ed, wow. But if they're not even required to measure the basic access for those children, well, I'm confused. What is the intent behind the public education offer of a faith? And how is that not violating due process? How did they just not create a whole new program for the Negroes since 80% of those children out there at Juvenile Hall happen to be black? Mm. But, you know, they should be able to use the data here in Nevada to understand the disparate impact of whatever their choices were and perhaps change in the middle of the stream. But, oh, no, (laughs) changing is not something I heard them testify that they were willing to do. So, you know, the only thing I could do, honestly, is because I didn't see anything changing, is to contact the folks in D.C. Because contacting the folks here, well, you know, they don't really call you that. Or they let you know that they don't have to stay on the phone and they're going to hang up. Ding, 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 ding. Because you're being rude. <clears throat> Unfortunately. Some people see me as rude. What can I say? I might be. I don't doubt it. But if you don't understand the intent behind public education is to offer a free and appropriate public education, one that leads to an opportunity, a benefit, not to the juvenile hall or the penitentiary. And the services, what are you actually offering in the harbor? I can't measure any data because... They wouldn't give me any. Well, hell, they didn't have any data. Any, but, but what they did have is they had the data from, you know, the fourth grade reading level for the we by grade three. And it's wonderful news. They had a high five. Those Negro children actually made it like they were all the other children. And guess what? They made it. So, but then... They had already dropped the additional funding because they needed to pay the teachers, you know, the ones who didn't want to work with those children anyway. I'm just kind of telling you. I understand what's going on. It's so unfortunate, but it is what it is. Please do not ask me to explain or break it down or shorten what the law says because the law is the law and it doesn't change for anyone. So under IDEA 2004, all children with disabilities have right to have the same access as a non-disabled child. And a state has an obligation to find under the child fine, and that's a, you know, a title in the U.S. Code. I mean, but we're only dealing with the federal adults, so we're only talking about the federal regulations. Oh, by the way, <laughs> they had no idea that they would have to have that data. And they are so upset. It's basically being so frustrated They don't know what to do. I can't tell them what to do. But they're going to have to come clean. Because I don't think I'm going away. My little corner affords me a sense of security. And I'm going to hang on to that. And continue to teach. Because I'm not sharing anything that's not publicly shared at edu.gov. Just go and read. And just go and help yourself and read the you know, the documents that were submitted by the Nevada Department of Education. They're there. And look at all the zeros. 
well, where's my heroes? I didn't find any. Just zero. And you know, I gotta tell you, I gotta think, honestly, Apple. Because I had a problem with someone who certainly didn't like my conversation the last time I shared my podcast. Cut me off. Five times. Amazing. My devices work the way they're supposed to. And that's real. Because that's why I paid so much money for them. And when you take it out of the box, room, when you open it up, and they sold it to you to do one certain thing, and even if it's just the podcast, well, all of the things have to work. Or they have to refund your money. And they wanted to know, how is it that they were responsible? I said, because when I buy something new and you sell it to me, I expect it to work the same way it did yesterday before I put it on the internet. And then when I put it on the internet, it's working fine. But then someone, because see, I know that someone do exist, felt the need to shut me off in the middle of my street. And that's like, you know, being interrupted in the middle of intercourse. Ha! Real. I was really pissed. So, I had to spend a great deal of time on the phone with Apple, and they assured me after my update I wouldn't have any more problems. And I'm grateful that I did not have any more problems. Should I have any more problems, I understand what the FTC's responsibility is to govern certain people who feel the need to micromanage the freedom of speech. Got it? Speech. I can say, and I can curse, and I can do whatever the hell I want to on my podcast. And if you're offended, please don't tune in. But the reality is, is I'm an African-American woman. I am 62. I have participated at the highest level of participation when it comes to educational outcomes and the maintenance of public services and the ability to share concerns about the way the program should be operating and I can see how it's not. And I know what surplanting is and surplanting, I'm sorry, it's called surplanting. It's not called underfunding. And you know, first we were gonna just address it at like underfunding, we underfunded. Well then, we had to talk about how can we have this 200 and $20 million or so in the carryover from Clark County. How disturbing, especially when we couldn't find the Negro children at all after COVID hit. Well, amazingly enough, only seven of those children graduated last year with the ability to move on to, you know, second, the university. I'll put it like that. And then the rest of them, well, they had a 259% suspension expulsion rate. I just had to question that. And there was no breakdown of that data. But when you have the federal dollars, it requires you to break it on down, you know, just break it on down. And there was no breakdown. So I questioned that. And then I filed a complaint. And that came back because they said that I had to find one individual, but no individuals would step up. What can I say? They don't understand that freedom ain't never been free. 
and you know you just expect a certain thing to happen but when it's not happening it's kind of like we all expected that man to get off George Floyd's neck right we all watched in amazing an amazement as he died in front of us and then we watch Congress not address the issue right <laughs> but the reality is what issues do they actually address I mean the young man who just committed the suit I mean he killed 10 people kill shot trained by the military the military has to do an assessment an evaluation of his mental status to determine if they're going to let the state him. I don't think so I think they put him out and I think they know he had an issue so what should we say about that? Because, you know, that has to do with how we should expect the services to happen for the people who are coming out of the military, who are trained murderers, trained killers. He had 10 kill shots. He didn't say he had 10. Not one person lived. That was amazing. You better pay attention. How many other people out there suffering from mental illness? And then Congress don't want you. Know, oh, not Congress the Republican Party. And did you see them trying to say that the people could not have water or food while waiting to vote and that they dropped it down to one voting precinct? Oh, come on, boom. Who are you? You know, America is full of immigrants and they wanted you all here. And now you are here. And they're still bringing in. And the Republicans did this shit about the border stuff. <laughs> it wasn't Biden, and Biden had nothing to do with it. No, Trump shut down the food and all the resources that were going down to South America. Then they didn't have anything. Well, what do you want the people to do? They had to come to where they could get something. And why not go to the country that was supporting them and drop the support, right? So no, let's not pretend that the ignorant people that are down south that are trying to prevent the people who are living in there who they're getting all the benefits from just like here in nevada black children are generating so much money for public education and it's unfortunate that somehow at the schools they're at that no children are benefiting and it's unfortunate that if they're at a program that's a great gate school or a gifted program or a victory or zoom that they could lose that because they have a behavioral issue. Don't you know how discriminatory that is? Don't you know how restrictive that is? You don't get to do that under the federal law. But, oh, who's complaining? Hello, me. But I guess I understand how to explain discrimination and disparate impact. And I guess so many people just can't because they want to put it on the nigger. But nigger was happening when I came here because, you know, they had some young white boys and they had targeted some young african-american children on one of these social networks and put kill shots and marked their face and like they were going to kill them and amazingly enough they knew who did it but guess what they couldn't prosecute them because they were afraid and this is the conversation that got cut off my video in a public meeting that 80% of the children in juvenile hall were black and they just didn't trust so they're going to put some ankle monitors on them and they knew exactly what was happening to them 
that was the judgment from the Department of Justice here, boo. I'm sorry. That's what I heard. But I'll have to leave it in memory because guess what? The recording just didn't record. It, it just somehow created an illegal operation just as, you know, I got shut off the other day. Amazingly enough. Well, in amazement, I'm going to keep on recording. So, I'll say like, subscribe, and follow me. Catch up on my past podcast. Follow me on YouTube. Hey, I'm out there on Facebook. Until we meet again, this is Darlene Anderson signing out. Out of many, there are one, but out of one, there are none. So, eat pure, but you know, let's hope we get the many and not the one. <laughs>